the intricate yet topical strands of discussion weave their way through RPG a day month, but sometimes there is a simple solution. Hello, I'm Colin Green, and you are listening to Spike Pit. Hey Colin, Jason here, calling about your theme episode. Really a traps episode, right? Including BJ's call. That BJ's a pretty smart guy. So, speaking of ICRPG, Hankerin put out on the um, Runehammer YouTube channel, he put out a, I, I know my cadence, my voice is all screwed up here, sorry, I'm driving down the road trying to talk while I don't hit things in the rain. But on his YouTube channel, he has a video about social interactions and and doing social role-playing. If I find a link to it, I'll send it to you in the Discord. The other thing that immediately jumped to my mind was Savage Worlds, which uses an opposed check, and you do like the best out of three or the best out of five opposed checks, and, and you use that to determine social traps or court cases or anything like that. So that, that might be a good way to do it as well. Keep up the great work. Jason mentions the opposed role for social conflict that's pretty standard for 5e adding in the the best of three idea or first to three ties it in with the sort of concept that you get with the death save a mechanism that i've often thought is appropriate for different aspects of the game whether that's a trap it's debatable this idea of social traps i think we're looking for something a bit more extended but certainly something you could use because the best of three doesn't necessarily represent a short space of time you could stretch that out so in keeping with the the theme of the show there is a simple solution from jason it's not really bringing in new rules particularly if you're a 5e player and that is something i like thank you very much jason now things could get a lot more convoluted and if uh, if it's a bit of head scratching that you want goblin's henchman is most certainly your man hi colin goblin's henchman here just quickly on social traps um yeah, interesting episode. I th- um, when you start talking about you know honor codes and stuff like that, I think I recall in uh, Oriental Adventures there is like an honor system, and I think it's particularly important for the samurai class. I'll be amazed if Jason doesn't pop up to tell you about that. Um, social interactions. I, I in the G plus days, I remember someone talking about the uh, RPG, the Dallas RPG system, which had a whole um, social kind of conflict system which I was really interested in and uh, I still would love to pick up a copy of that just to see what that's about Um, and uh, you know when you start talking about this of clocks and things it actually reminded me that you you were the person who inspired me to come up with my procedural trial by jury hex flower which is basically a clock which ticks your reputation sort of up to guilty or innocent depending on how you do anyway cheers fella bye all right maybe it's a little bit harsh to suggest that an RPG about Dallas would have you scratching your head. But I I wonder, 
it is very political. There's lots of skullduggery. Perhaps if anybody knows about that RPG, there really is some good social interaction rules that we could draw on. 5e in the DMG does have some talk about honour. Perhaps I should have a, a better look at that. And it's good to know that um, I've inspired you there with this this talk of clocks, etc. And folks will know, Mr. Henchman, he's got a bunch of stuff up on drive through RPG. So I urge you once again, go and have a little rummage. The hex flowers are especially interesting. So in the DMG, we've got a section on a score. I'll read out how it works. If your campaign involves cultures where a rigid code of honour is part of daily life, consider using the honour score as a means of measuring a character's devotion to that code. This ability fits well in a setting inspired by Asian cultures such as Karateur in Forgotten Realms. The honour ability is also useful in any campaign that revolves around orders of knights. Honour measures not only a character's devotion to a code but also the character's understanding of it. The honour score can also reflect how others perceive a character's honour. A character with a high honour usually has a reputation that others know about, especially those who have high honour scores themselves. Unlike other abilities, honour can't be raised with normal ability score increases. Instead, you can award increases to honour or impose reductions based on a character's actions. At the end of an adventure, if you think a character's actions in the adventure reflected well or poorly on his or her understanding of the code, you can increase or decrease the character's honour by one. As with other ability scores, a character's honour can't exceed 20 or fall below one. Honour checks. Honour checks can be used in social situations, much as charisma would. When a character's understanding of a code of conduct is the most defining factor in the way a social interaction will play out. You might also call for an honour check when a character is in one of the following situations. Being unsure how to act with honour, surrendering while trying to save face, trying to determine another character's honour score, trying to use the proper etiquette in a delicate social situation, or using his or her honourable or dishonourable reputation to influence someone else. Honour saving throws. An honour saving throw comes into play when you want to determine whether a character might inadvertently do something dishonourable. You might call for an honour saving throw in the following situations. Avoiding an accidental breach of honour or etiquette, resisting the urge to respond to goading or insults from an enemy, recognising when an enemy attempts to trick a character into a breach of honour. And there it is. Um, obviously that's padded out a little bit with some examples. Well, padded out is sounds a bit derogatory, but it's it's helpful advice. And it goes to show there's a pretty simple way there to introduce almost anything you want into the game by just adding an ability. It goes on to talk about sanity but it strikes me that you could come up with an ability that captures any sort of flavor you want for a game and add that in and come up with some similar rules and and you're away very simple very topical and that's me done
and that as they say is a wrap big thanks goes out to you the listener for taking a bit of time out of your day to listen to old spike pit take care and i'll catch you later